Hey there. How are you on Tuesday, June 27th, 2023? Hope you're having a good day or hope you're about to have a good day. Hope your day is as smooth and cool as this opener. Um, you know, I, I will say that um, it looks really crummy outside, but I hear that it's not as crummy as this. This is, again, smoke from uh, from the Canucks. <laughs> uh, I, I only laugh because I said Canucks. I... Um, I don't, I, I, I really haven't, I mean, like vehemently have not been watching the news lately. I don't know what's going on with those fires up there. It seems like, it seems like they've been going on, I don't know, unchecked or I don't know. I mean, are, are they making progress or are they, it seems like it's been a long time and I know we've had fires like that, but this seems, uh, inordinately long. Um, so it looks looks miserable it looks like it's about to rain looks you could even convince me that it was raining right now but it's not so i guess you couldn't really convince me um had i not looked <laughs> i guess i could look out anyway uh, i'll try not to let myself entertain myself too much um joke of the day today <clears throat> i was talking to a buddy of mine the other day and he says i hate my job all i do is crush cans all day it's so depressing. <laughs> so depressing. It's uh, funny. So depressing. That's so freaking clever. Uh, do I need to do this every time? I probably should. Although that always kind of indicates like sarcastically a good joke. Not really a good joke, but probably not as much as. Um, but anyway, I, I like that joke. It's so depressing. God, that's just brilliant. What am I grateful for today? Well, I'll tell you that I uh, yesterday was a crummy day outside, and I love, I love working on a crummy day. I love it. I love it. Today looks like a crummy day, but it's not supposed to be. <clears throat> it's supposed to be mid to upper 70s and uh, not raining, <laughs> I guess. Based on what it looks like outside, it's not going to be <clears throat> sunshines, rainbows, and unicorns either. So, um, but it'll be nice. Um, I'm grateful for classical musicians. Yesterday, I was very productive, and I owe a lot of that productivity to classical music. Um, a lot of focus going on there. But think about that: like pop songs, country songs, they can tell stories, and they can be. Um, you know, I don't know. They can resonate and make you feel a certain way. But classical music can take you on a journey. It can make you feel like you're going somewhere. It's the soundtrack to the greatest scenes in movie history. You know, it can get your heart racing. And it can create the calm and kind of the atmosphere and ambiance for people like me to focus. So, I don't know, there's something... I feel like there's something more emotional about classical music than other forms of music. Uh, I'm grateful for feeling good, other than a little gassiness the last couple of days. Feeling strong, feeling good. Feeling like I'm, you know, 
getting somewhere. I don't know. I just feel I've been feeling good. Uh, not too many aches and pains. Um, it's great. You know, checking over the systems, it seems good. Uh, the next thing I'm grateful for is that while I understand I am a mere simpleton, I am grateful for the smarts I do have. <clears throat> you know, sometimes it allows you to be witty. Sometimes it allows you to figure stuff out. Sometimes it allows you to... And wherever I fall on some sort of spectrum in that regard, I'm grateful for where I'm at. I I don't uh, sit around and go, God, I wish I was smarter. I don't do that. Um, I also don't go, I'm the smartest person in the world. Um, I just, I'm grateful for being where I'm at. And I hope I don't lose that. You know, that that's, people ask, you know, what's like the worst way you'd want to die. And I always think fire, drowning, <clears throat> you know, terminal illness, I guess is probably pretty crummy. Um, depending, I guess. Um, but man, if you, and I, maybe you wouldn't be cogn, cognizant of it, but if you lost your ability to think, that seems awful to me. So I'm grateful for where I'm at right now and the smarts that I do have. So don't you forget to be grateful. Do you hear the scratchiness in my voice? I'm not grateful for that. I don't know what's going on with that. I should have taken a hauls, smoothed everything out in there. Honey, I, I don't know. Like, do whatever singers do for their for their voices. Anyway, I, I, I'm grateful for those things, genuinely. Um, and don't forget to be grateful. Don't forget to tell people you're grateful when you are grateful for them. I could just keep going like that if you want. Uh, this is part of the program we call What's Eating Kale? things that interest can found or gnaw at me. Um, and um, this morning I was reminded, I, and I don't know why, sometimes I just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm being serious when I say this. Like if I, I could be taking a pee or I could be, um, I don't know, making a cup of coffee and then just things seemingly out of the blue jump into my head. And then, you know, they're things from the past or they're new thoughts or they're whatever, but they just, and Lisa's always like, how did that ever happen? How did you ever think that? And I don't really know. I'll start singing songs, and just because I'll hear a word, a song will come to head to my mind. Um, I, I was telling my friend Ben this the other day. Um, in the morning, when I'm making my coffee, when I tap my spoon off on the edge of my coffee cup, after I stir my three-quarters of a packet of sugar in there, um, I tap, and I do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
at least not in like polarizing news scenarios or political scenarios. But it's a neat saying, and it's um, it reminds me to this day not to judge. And it normally reminds me right after I've judged someone. Uh, normally when I'm in the thick of judging someone, I remind myself, you know, now you shouldn't judge someone lesser. Uh, and then also the other thing that I always, I, I very sarcastically say, thank God I'm such a great person. I can stand in judgment of these people, um, which is just ridiculous. Because I'm a guy in a wheel, I'm a fat guy. I'm a fat middle-aged guy in a wheelchair. I mean, if I'm in a room, I'm the first person being judged. I get it. I don't even hold that against you. You write the story about me. You know me. I care. You'd be the first person I'd be looking at. Anyway, I just, uh, I was remembering a story that made, this is honest to God what happened. I was thinking of a story. And I don't even know how the story got into my head, but I was thinking of a story that made me think of my dad saying. I know it's not really my dad saying, but my dad said it a lot. Um, we met this couple in the Dominican Republic. Um, and when I say we met them, it was weird because we saw them every day, multiple times probably. Good looking, mid to late 40s. Um, looked like they had the world by the walls. They could, they could afford this hoity-toity resorts. They kept to themselves. It looked like they got along really well. They were fit. In fact, they were running every morning. Real partners in life, it seemed like. Not a care in the world. And, uh, you know, sometimes we meet people and we hang out with them a little bit, maybe have dinner with them some nights. And and, and they look like the kind of couple that we probably would have met and said hello and, and maybe even had dinner with. But for whatever reason, it never worked out. Around the time you would, like they would leave earlier than us or we would leave earlier than them or whatever. Whatever was going on, we just never made the eye contact for the initial, hey, hello, and start chatting. It just never happened. Um, until one of our last days. We were walking down a sidewalk while I was rolling. Everybody else was walking. They were walking toward us, and um, they stopped us. And they asked us what it's like to travel in a wheelchair. And I was like, well, that's weird. But then before I even said anything, they said, because our son is recently in a wheelchair. And, uh, you know, we're here and we're thinking, we never really thought about it, but maybe he could have come with us. And, um, and then they were telling us that they were, they're East Coasters, um, and they were now building a new handicap accessible home because he was going to have to live with them for at least the foreseeable future, if not forever. And it was like, man, you just, you know, you can't tell. You don't know anybody's story. And I was just so, I don't know, it's, I, I don't know, you, does it take guts to stop somebody and ask them that? I don't think it does. I'm glad that they did. Um, and hopefully, you know, just seeing me cruising around the place made them think that, hey, yeah, maybe our kid could come here. And he's an adult, but I mean, you know, like we could all still do this together. Um, I just, I don't know, that's cool. Uh, but totally got them wrong. They were probably as uh, nice as they seemed. They really looked like they were 
you know, they had their shit together and what have you. Um, but then you hear that and you're like, well, I, I, you really look like you, you had not a care in the world and you clearly have some challenges in front of you. Um, so, uh, that was just one of those lessons and Dominican Republic, by the way, was a number of those lessons. I've told one before about, um, the group of people, the, the couple in the group of people that we met that one couple was staying in the room next to us and, um, we had swim out pools and so we inevitably met and I had my thoughts I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. Country bumpkins. And this is going to be there, you know, super diehard, you know, political this or political that. And I, I was just like, I don't want political talk. I just, I'm on vacation. And, um, they were nothing like that. Middle of the rotors hated every politician. Um, it's hard to tell who they hated more Trump or Biden. I, and I love that. That's, I guess, where I'm at, kind of. Um, so uh, we also met uh, another couple that were there for just three days. I'm pretty sure that they were having an affair, and they were there together having their affair. Shh, don't tell anybody. I'm judging them right now. <laughs> they were great, though. We sat at a table. They had this Dominican Republican night, and you sat at these big giant tables with a whole bunch of other people, and they were great. Um, they danced a lot. They were uh, kind of a fun couple. Um, she looked quite a bit younger than him, but, you know, I don't know the story. Um, I made one up, and I my story's pretty good, but mm, probably completely wrong. Learning from my mistakes. This is the part of the program where I get to reflect on my mistakes and the mistakes of others. So that I can become a better person. Uh, not long, I, I shouldn't say this, it was actually a few years ago, three years ago or so. I read a book called Unfuck Yourself, and I'm not playing the swear jar thing for that. It's the name of a book. Got to be able to read the name of a book without getting charged money. Um, it's called Unfuck Yourself. And um, there was one chapter that really stood out to me. It just resonated with me as an area of my life that I need to be better at. It was like, oh my God. See, you know, when somebody puts something in a way that clarifies something for you, um, it's always just like, aha, right? Like, I hate being Oprah-like, but it's like, oh, geez. That's kind of what, if I could have articulated something, that's probably how I would have articulated it. And the chapter was called, I am not my thoughts, I am what I do. And uh, the whole Chapter just goes on, you, you know, like, it's fine to think about something, but you, at some point in time, actually have to do something. And if your problem is you don't know how to do something, then that's the first thing you need to do is learn how to do something. And it's just like, but you have to go. You have to do something. You can't just think about it. And you can't let all of the thoughts inside your head fuck you up either. And that one, I will use the swear jar. Um, but you can't let the thoughts inside your head, oh, I can't do that. I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's not possible. It's what, you can't let any of that bug you. You have to just start going. And I know that. And everything I've ever done in my life that has you know, resulted in anything good has been that way. But yet I still get hung up on that stuff. I've been way better about it since I read the book. And I continue to get better at it. Um, and I, I, I remind myself all the time. Stop thinking about this. Just go. Just do something. Let's take one more step today. 
So I was watching that documentary, Arnold, uh, which I told you about yesterday. Um, and Arnold has this basic motto. There, there's, if you don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger or you think he's, you know, I don't know, not worthy of your love, um, I, it, it's an inspirational documentary. And the guy saw some goals and was effing relentless in achieving them. And, you know, the way he gets into movies and the way he moves up the ladder in the movies is just, it's insane. Um, But he has this model. And it reminds me of the chapter from Unfuck Yourself, I Am Not My Thoughts, I Am What I Do. And his motto is, stay busy and be useful. Which is what his dad used to say to him. And it really is just stop thinking about it, get off your ass and do something. And I'm a thinker, man. I that's what I do. I just sit around, oh, you know what if I what about this? What about that? People who know me know I have a billion dollar app idea. I haven't even started yet. I've had it for I wanna say since twenty fourteen. And I'm just sitting on it. Not I mean there's obviously more to it than that. There's a couple of hurdles that I've not been able to get over in either my head or in reality. So I, it is still there and hopefully one day I'll do it, but I, I'm much better at not overthinking something and just doing, um, but it's time's up the game. You know, I did just um, thinking about it. I just, you know, there's a number of things that I just got to keep moving on and um, just one of those one of those things that's been really um, prominent in my day-to-day lately. Um, the other thing that um, I learned, um, which was just yesterday, uh, I was I consciously, in the moment, resisted the urge to get mad at Lisa. And I got to tell you, it worked out pretty good. Um, she works from home just two days a week. And, and then so one of those nights... Because she's there and because it can be early enough, like, you know, she's not getting home at nearly six, then starting dinner. She makes dinner one of those nights. The other night is Friday and we normally order out or go out. So, um, so last night was her night. It's about 10 after five and she is like, you know, full swing on the phone, still working. And normally I'm like, okay, this is, but this is the, you know, these are the nights that you, we can actually have dinner at a reasonable time because you can start, you know, you can start at five or you can start at five thirty even or whatever. And then we can be eating by six rather than we're just, you know, like just getting going. And, uh, otherwise on those nights I wait until she's about halfway home and then I start dinner and then about 15 minutes, 20 minutes after she's home, we eat whatever time that might be. So on these Mondays, it's nice when, you know, we can get cracking right away. Like it's just, and then we can have more of a night, you know? Um, so instead of just sitting there stewing, going, oh, great, she's still on the phone. 530, it's 4, 4, 545. It's, you know, instead of doing that, I just made dinner. And rather than getting all stewed up about it, I just just did it and decided it's not even going to bother me. I'm just going to make it. It's not hard. I like cooking. 
And uh, hey, you hear my dogs? They're barking at stuff. Um, and it worked out for me. She was grateful. Um, it was nice. Um, but <laughs> let's let's not get carried away with that. Let's not make that a a typical. No, but seriously, it was it was a good example of you know you can get mad about something or you can do something about it, and it was it was a good good experience. It turned out really good for me later on in the evening, so I'll leave it at that. That's what's eating kale today. Um, Carol Sumbry uh, is coming up this week. I got two things coming up from her. And uh, my friend Tom went to Chris Stapleton. He's going to give us a concert review later this week. Until then, make it a good one.